I'm a covenant man. I'm a covenant man. Living in the riches of my Lord and King. I'm a covenant man. I'm a covenant man. Committed to Him in everything I do believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Covenant Living Broadcast. Got uh, my son Ryan Weeder and myself, David Weeder, coming at you today. And uh, we want to bring you a word today that I have I've posted it a couple times over the last few years and have just got amazing uh, feedback. Lots of people have shared it. They thought it was an outstanding comment coming from a, such a young man in this generation. And so before we get to that, we want to uh, take a moment in prayer. Father, we thank you and praise you for this, another opportunity to bring the word to your people, to minister to them in grace and excellence. And we thank you. We, we only say what we hear you say. And therefore, we thank you that it is delivered accurately. And we pray that the people receive it and hear it accurately. And that it will produce fruit in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Now. The quote I was talking about, let me set the stage for this. Ryan is a suit aficionado. He enjoys his suits and his ties, and he looks really sharp in them as well. Uh, I personally think he could be on magazine covers, but you know that could be the prejudice of a father. But a couple years ago, it's been two years now, a little yeah. over two years now. Yeah, roughly. We, uh, we went to church on a Sunday morning. And, uh, you know, he hung out with his youth group area, and uh, he was the only one that was in a full suit and tie, pocket square, the whole deal. And somebody said something to him about it, and, you know, why are you dressed like that, you know, and, and that type of thing. And he really didn't say too much about it other than, you know, us, he just enjoyed it. And um, it's so funny, just to give you a little insight into that, when he was in school, and they had free dress day where you could come with whatever. You know, all the other people would come. A couple would be in pajamas, I think, and, and things like that. He'd be in his full suit. So, uh, you know, I, I used to think there maybe was something wrong with him, but I've, I've grown to realize that it's a, a spirit of excellence, and that's what we're going to talk about today. When We went out to eat uh, after that Sunday morning service, and I was asking him the same thing that, uh, that his friend asked him. Why... Why do you enjoy dressing uh, this way? And uh, he said, he made a statement to me that has just ministered to a lot of people. He said, I am bringing excellence to a world of mediocrity because after all, that's what Christians are supposed to do. And it just, it just resonated in my spirit. It just, it just thundered. And uh, and like I said, apparently it, it does with it does so with uh, with other people. As I've had a lot of response uh, when I've quoted that on different social media uh, outlets. So today, I want Ryan to take the lead on this and and go through the word and show and talk about excellence and and what it's about and how you can demonstrate it and things like that. So Ryan, at your leisure, sir. Alrighty. Well, we'll start in Hebrews 12, 2. And um, really, this is just one aspect of excellence. But 
it's an aspect that I think a lot of a lot of people of my generation leave out and you've noticed it and other adults have noticed it is that we're always so gung-ho we always want to go do it and we want to get it done but like halfway through we just burn out we're just eh what well you know it's just one of those things you know you start something and just doesn't get done kind of like um we i see on like writing forums a lot about like people that start a book and then never finish it and like it's just kind of like a, a little joke going around well in hebrews 12 2 it says looking unto jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of god now jesus is a pretty good example of excellence he had excellence in ministry he dressed excellent excellently um and we we discussed this before about how jesus's clothing was tailor made because his clothing was just one piece of clothing it had to fit him well his it coat was, his coat it yeah. was tailor made for him absolutely if you do the research you know they uh it says they divided his clothes amongst them but they cast lots uh for his coat or his outer outer garments and if you go back and you do the research that's why it was tailor made it was it was a custom made suit basically in today's vernacular and um so jesus is our example for excellence and it, here it says he's the author and finisher of our faith and that is a major point of excellence that our generation needs to know is that we need to be finishers it's one thing to start and that's a great step is to start because if you know you're supposed to do something you don't even start you're missing out on a major step right there mm -hmm. but if you start and don't finish you're not portraying excellence like Christians should be we need to be finishers and later on in this verse the second half of that verse says uh, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame it wasn't easy to go through what happened at the cross mm -hmm. not easy at all so just because something got hard along the way when you were starting something doesn't give you an excuse to stop doing it he endured the cross despising the shame he, he went through all of that be, to finish our faith he started the cross for us and he finished the cross for us one of the scriptures it talks about says he humbled himself before God in the process of doing this you know it was something that was difficult and, you know and in the garden of Gethsemane he talked he asked the father he said you know if there's any way possible let this cup pass nevertheless not my will but your will be done you know I, man he was a man's man that's that's another point that I think people kind of pass over just go over is that Jesus said if there is any way possible that I don't have to do this I, I don't really want to do this but if this is what needs to happen I'm gonna do it yeah. you don't have to like it you don't have to want to do it but you if that's what God's telling you to do you got to do it well it's, it's it reminds me of, of last year uh, in football 
<laughs> you know, we, two, yeah. a day, two a days were coming up, and um, you, you did not want to do two a days. And I mean, mm -hmm. this was a supernatural not wanting to. I mean, the devil really came against his mind and, and, and uh, uh, you know, with failure and, and just, just, just pounded, yeah. you know. It was his, his mind, it was intense. It was it was more intense than anything I'd seen him deal with up to that point. But yet, there were several confirmations that football last year was something that he was supposed to do. You know, you always inquire of the Lord, you know, as what you should do. And there was something about you doing football last year that you needed something out of that. For your life and ministry, and later we found out what it was. But, but the Satan really came against his mind, and you know I was on the phone. I was out of town, but I was on the phone with him as he was arriving at practice, and I'm encouraging him, and I'm walking through him, and I'm I'm having to be a little bit of a drill sergeant, and uh, yeah. and and but he did it, and he pressed through. And that's excellence. You know, that, that gridded determination to do what God's told you to do is the epitome of excellence. Like what you're talking about, finishing it. Mm -hmm. Don't just start something. And I came out of two days. I came out of two days stronger, oh, faster than ever, ever before. before. Ever before. Huge leap during I ended up being one of the fastest on the team. And you know, and, and you know why? Because you did it by faith. Mm hmm it and wasn't you that did it in integrity. It wasn't just the two days because everybody else, mm -hmm. even people that had started off way faster than me at the beginning of two days who were asking me how I got so fast. Yeah. And it was just supernatural. supernatural. Yeah. It was supernatural uh, provision and ability that came once you acted on and stood on your faith in integrity. There's a, there's a joke. Earlier this year in football, actually, um, during one of the prayers we do before practice starts, someone said, Lord, help us get buffer. And... And everybody kind of laughed about that. And there was there's a joke now between uh, at least me and one of my teammates is that God will sprinkle supernatural steroid sprinkles on you. <laughs> and it's it's funny, and it is a it is something that kind of makes you laugh, especially when things are getting hard. You think about you think about those supernatural steroid sprinkles. Well, but it's something that happens. Yeah. Not, not exactly like supernatural steroids. It's the annoying, but the anointing comes on you, and it empowers you. It makes you super. It makes you stronger than you could have been naturally. Well, it's all through the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. You know, David talks about, you know, make my, my arms, you know, of, of iron. You it's know, and he talks about it in, in Song of Solomon. It talks about legs of uh, pillars of marble. And he talks about, you know, leap. I'll run through a troop. I'll leap over a wall. Mm -hmm. All these supernatural things. Because... Whatever the Lord's telling you to do, get this, whatever the Lord tells you to do, He anoints you to the power to do it. He doesn't, you don't have to do anything in your strength. I don't care if it's ironing the, the laundry. You don't, ever, you don't have to do anything in your own strength. It's, it's, it's by His might, the mighty power that's in us. And, and that's all part of excellence. That's what gives you the ability to finish. Um, bring, uh, go ahead. Bringing it back to the author and finisher, it's one thing to start in faith. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, take ironing the laundry. Say you don't know how to iron the laundry. And no one's ever taught you, but you're out on your own. You're like, man, you know what? I really need this, I really need this dress shirt to look nicer. I guess I'm going to have to iron it. Well, you don't know how, but you're like, you know what? I'm going to press into, I'm going to press into God. I, I, 
going to press into that supernatural anointing there. Yeah, um, you start ironing that shirt, and you're getting it done, and God's helping you along the way. But like halfway through, you're like, you know what, this just this it just isn't working, and you stop. You just shut off the anointing right there. You're not finishing. You started something in the anointing. That's but you're not finishing it you're in the anointing. It out. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And because of that, it's not even really that you just it's not even really that you're like, God, no more anointing, I'm gonna do this on my own. It's that you physically will not let the anointing manifest itself through you. You are refusing to act in the anointing. It's not that the anointing isn't there. You are refusing to act in the anointing. That's good. And that's good. It's something major and excellence that you need to finish if nothing else, to finish out what the anointing has to do through you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and like Ryan said at the beginning of this, of this broadcast, this is just one aspect mm-hmm. of excellence. And uh, he told me just before we turned on the camera that he's really got it on his heart to do a series on excellence. And um, so be looking for that because I, I have a feeling it's, it's stirring around inside me too. And uh, I have a feeling that we'll be teaching uh, some more podcasts on excellence. Um, just just one real quick thing though uh coming up in the next week or so we are doing a a broadcast uh on considering jesus and you know it says that right at the beginning of the next verse for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself we're supposed to consider jesus and that's not the only place it says that Mm -hmm. and we'll be going into that in in a in a podcast in the upcoming weeks I tell you what, just wrapping this up today, we're seeing, there's two things I want to bring out here. I want to bring out another aspect of finisher. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, another, it's another definition of finisher. And what you're saying is absolutely 100% true. You've got to finish. You've got to press forth, stand in the anointing to finish what the Lord's called you to do. But then there's another aspect of finisher, and that is basically a refiner, a, a fine finish like a finished carpenter mm-hmm. you've got a framing carpenter that frames the house and I mean he's got a great big old framing hammer and uh, uh, he knows how to frame the house and without him there's no house no okay no. however you bring you get the house all done you get the interior all done and you're ready to do the cabinetry work now you bring in the finish carpenter now he's the carpenter that's going to come in and do the fine woodwork and the fine molding and when he gets done with it that is a job of excellence he's the one that makes the exquisite cabinetry in the wife's kitchen (laughs) yeah that's another aspect of of excellence he's the finisher of our faith he brings excellence refines does the details find the fine detail work yeah yeah, yeah absolutely of, of living in faith and then the last one because lest there's someone who says well I, what difference does it make whether we walk around in excellence whether we do things in excellence or I mean as long as it gets done I mean you know what's the difference whether it gets done well or if it just gets done there's there's a simple answer to that, and I'm sure you'll, you have a little more in-depth answer. There's a simple answer to that. In four words, what would Jesus do? 
ooh, that's good. And it's it's a stereotypical Christian phrase, but if people actually stop and think about Absolutely. what would Jesus do, yeah. it's become a catchphrase. It has, but it doesn't make it any less valid. No, it doesn't, because it's a very accurate phrase. People just take that as, what would Jesus do? Oh, oh, he would turn the other cheek, or oh, he 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 probably mind his own business, or you know something like that. He'd be nice and kind, but really. What would Jesus do is think about what would Jesus do? He would walk in excellence. He would take care of business. If there's something there, if, like the people that were filled with demons, he wouldn't. He wasn't exactly nice to those demons. He wasn't all lovey-dovey or whatever. He handled business. Well, Proverbs, all through the Proverbs, it talks about being diligent. And, and applying diligence. Mine, I, mine's not really in depth. It is if you if you take time to study it, it goes really deep. But my answer is almost as simple as your answer. What would Jesus do? My answer comes from Second Peter, chapter one. Second Peter, chapter one, verse three. According as His divine power has given to us already, has given. All things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge, consider Jesus, we're talking about it, through the knowledge of Him that has called us to glory and virtue. And that word virtue in the Greek is excellence. So quite simply... As Christians, Jesus has called us to excellence. As far as I'm done, as far as I'm concerned, that's a done deal. Yeah. I mean, if that's what He's called us to do, He's Commander in Chief, Sir. Yes, Sir. I'm in excellence. Yep. And that's the way we need to be conducting ourselves. And and just like Ryan said, we should be bringing excellence to a world. Of mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Well, that does it for today. David Weeder and Ryan Weeder here with you again, telling you to be blessed and remember that Jesus, Jesus is Lord. Lord.